You're listening to Tune FM here on 106.9. As part of our orientation content this week, we are presenting a series of interviews with some academics, UNE staff and UNE life personnel to help new students learn a little bit more about the study journeys at UNE. You might have heard a little bit about UNE life over the course of orientation, but you might not know the full extent of what they do. Tune FM is part of the UNE life sphere, which we are very happy about. Here to explain a little bit more about UNE life, I am pleased to welcome my grand boss, General Manager Operations Ben Bible. Ben, thank you for coming on to chat about you and your life today. You're very welcome. Grand boss. That's the first time you've heard that, isn't it? It is. It was a very nice thing of you to say that you're thrilled to be part of you and your life. I'll take this this weapon away from your head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's a, you're my boss's boss, your grand boss. Okay. That's lovely. I like that. Um, so for everyone listening out there, yes, we are both named Ben. I promise it won't get too confusing. I think it was an alpha beta Ben thing a, a couple of years back, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, no. It was um, proper Ben and other Ben. That was it. Okay. Because right, like gotcha. alpha beta, that's like that. Yeah. Okay. We won't. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. kind of toxic a little bit. Okay. So, um, to kick things off, what is UNE Life? What is UNE Life? Ah, UNE Life is confusingly a part of the university, but also conveniently not. So, we basically exist to ensure that services and amenities are provided to students. So, it's a very easy thing to say that we, you know, either are responsible for or work very closely with everything that happens outside the classroom. But obviously, there's exceptions to that, and colleges run their own ship. Um, the estate and built environment team do a great job around campus. But our job is effectively to ensure that there's a great community here at UNE for students, for staff, um, but also for the for the wider community as well. So, um, Basically, if it fits the remit of providing a, a, an experience for our communities um, or a, what we call a co-curricular experience, which is you know adjacent to learning, um, that's really our remit and making sure that people have a fantastic time. So even though we are part of UNE, we work very closely with UNE and a lot of our, uh, a lot of our funding comes directly from UNE, we're mm-hmm. not we're technically independent from the university. Oh, I could talk for the corporate governance structures for hours, Benny, but to put it shortly, we are, uh, yes, we are a separate company, limited by guarantee, um, so we're a controlled entity of the university still, however. So even though we're our own company, limited by guarantee, and we have our own wonderful board of directors and governance structure that just basically gives us the agility to, you know, do things like, you know, pay an invoice overnight and things that the university is just not set up to be able to do, um, we are still a controlled entity, which means we have a board of directors and shareholders and we have one shareholder and that shareholder is the University of New England. It's a pretty common way um, for uh, universities to ensure that services can be provided to their students. So a lot of other universities around Australia would have an equivalent to UNE Life? Some, yeah. So I suppose our our history has evolved over many, many, many years. Um, Sport UNE is, is part of UNE Life and the first example of Sport UNE's mission is way back in 1938 since before there was a UNE. It was the College of um, New England University College of Um, And that was the first sports association. And the sports association became the sports union and the sports union became Sport UNE. And then it was a very similar journey for Services UNE, which is what we were before we were UNE Life in that it was a student union and then it became uh, a controlled entity in Services UNE and then it became uh, UNE Life. So if you look to some other universities, um, you know, UCID have ARC down at, 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 sorry, UNSW. UNSW have ARC, um, ARC UNSW. And it's... Uh, you know, basically the same sort of environment. They, they're responsible for providing the same services. So you could call it a student union. You can call them controlled entities. You know, OW has Pulse. We all work really closely. One of the really lovely things about being in this space is that we all resource share 
So, you know, students have made up their mind about where they're going to go to university, which means that there's no pressure on us to have to compete. So we're really close with all the other structures at the other universities, and we all work closely to make sure we give our communities the best experience possible. When one of us succeeds, we all succeed. When one of us succeeds, I think that's a quote from somewhere. I think it is too. Okay, I couldn't be able to tell you exactly where it's from. That's right. As long as we say it's quoted from somewhere, yeah, it's yeah, just that's not okay. quoted from me. Yeah. Um, don't listen to us for um, referencing uh, advice. No. Uh, so, what does you and your life do? I know you mentioned sport, you and you mentioned the co-curricular experience. What sort of things do you and your life offer students? So there's a number of very, very visible and simple services. Sport Uni is exactly one of those. That's really two things. It's the, the sports centre and the gym, uh, which uh, the community enjoys use of as well. But there's also sports programs. So the intercollegiate sporting competition, including the townie sport, sporting program and university games. So basically all things sport and wellbeing and participation in that, in that sphere happens out of Sport Uni. We are blessed to look after Uni Life Safety, Security and Information. They are around 24-7. There is never a moment where there is not a security guard here on campus. And that's really important for us because um, their mission, you know, if you see the side of the of the vans, they're here to help. Um, so more than just a security guard, they are effectively 24-7 customer service agents in that way. So they're very strict requirements on what they can and can't do. Um, but it allows us a really great um, opportunity to connect with the entire student body. Um, we also look after the food and beverage here on campus. Um, not the not the college campus, but the academic campus. So that's certainly the cafe, Cafe 77 across in the W77 building, a little hideaway cafe down there. Um, that's the Natural History Museum for people that aren't yet aware of the, the of codes. The, the codes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, a great, great location, especially if you're studying on Western campus. Um, we look after events. And, and catering, so uh, that would probably be more visible to the student population. Things like, you know, obviously Lifesaver Day is something we coordinate with Lifesaver Day, and most of the food that's served at those events come from our UNE Life Functions and Catering team. Sure. Um, the Stro is another one, but we'll talk more about that in a yes, second, we'll I come, believe. We'll come to the Stro. Yeah. And of course, the best part about you and your life is us, Chinefair. Anyway, um, yes. moving on. Um, and so, the student experience portfolio, which is yeah. enormous in itself. So yeah. we've got, so for example, that student experience portfolio portfolio covers Chinefair. It covers clubs and societies uh, run by the amazing Nick Troon and the advocacy and welfare team as well, which are your one-stop shop if you need some support or someone to be your independent student advocate. So as for you, what does your role at you and your life entail? What is your role? I love my role, Benny. Um, I've been here for 15 years and I've come up through the student experience portfolio. So general manager of operations, I'm really responsible for ensuring the the, the lights are switched on at all times. So we're uh, agile enough to be reactive to anything that comes our way. It's a really important part of what we do. It's in our DNA and that's why we exist. Um, but I'm basically here to ensure that our strategy is implemented through all of our business operations. Sure. And that involves um, our four key pillars, which is you know providing an outstanding student experience, uh, developing graduate attributes, building the brand and the reputation of the university, and of course, maintaining sustainable business practices, which is something that's really important for us. And just uh, along with the parts of the university that UNE Life covers, so as we mentioned, advocacy, tune, support UNE clubs, what services and events does UNE Life offer students? Um, well, through the student experience portfolio, there's a lot of stuff we do, again, in that co-curricular space. So um, you've mentioned this fantastic work that you guys do here at TuneFM. Um, TuneFM is really also sort of a hub of student experience. Yes. So if you're looking for a way to get involved, um, and maybe outside the club's program, I know you came as a volunteer very, very early I on. Did, I remember indeed. you, your first year. 2017. 2017, like, yeah. And now who we are seven years later. Good exactly. Heavens. It's great. So um, so I think what we do is we, we tend to, if I could use you an example quite blatantly, 
importantly is we tend to micro-champion students. So it can be easy. UNE is a very big machine, and that's just the by nature of what we are. It's kind of like a government. What we do is we look for ways to basically make sure that individual students have the absolute best experience they can. That is in our ethos across all our staff. It doesn't matter if you're talking to our executive officer, Libby Kettlestring, and made, as soon as you walk in the office, through to our director, Dave Schmood. Everyone is built on the premise that if we can make one individual student's experience absolutely amazing, it's only great for that student and for the university. Well, you succeeded with me. Oh, thanks, mate. That's very, very lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and obviously a lot of our, a lot of our students at UNE are online. They are yes. based online. And I believe online students are just as able to access the services that we offer as on-campus students. Obviously not all of them, yep. um, because whenever we have something like uh, free barbecue for students, obviously that's a little bit difficult to coordinate online. But by and large, we make sure that online students are just as much a part of what we do as on-campus students. Yeah, it's really important. Um, so I suppose... That history that I was talking about before and the way that UNE Life has come up has, has really been about uh, providing you know, um, services that meet the physiological needs of students. So I've mentioned safety and security. I've mentioned food. There's also the shop here on campus. Um, online students don't have those same sort of needs, but they're very clear in what they do want. Uh, we do an annual survey every year. Um, it's a really important part of our reflection as business, and we, we incorporate a lot of those changes. And what we hear consistently time after time is that online students, uh, again, they don't expect the same kind of experience that our on-campus students have, but they do expect, you know, networking opportunities. Many of them are still uh, employed and working, and so they might be studying part-time. And so looking for networking opportunities, they might be looking to upskill in their latest job. So how can we work with alumni to provide them better opportunities to maybe gauge what they might be interested in the future? Um, that's a big part of it. As a latent learner myself in my later years, that was certainly something I looked out for when I was choosing university study. And realistically, a lot of people that are studying maybe part-time while they work or if they're, you know, if they're, if they're dealing with kids um, and some people that might live in Darwin or the Kimberley or Hobart, not exactly going to be easy to move their lives to Armidale to study on campus. Absolutely not. And that is, you know, that the mission of, of UNE. It's what makes it so special and why they've been so successful in, in um, I'll say, online education, but distance education, which is the dirty word these days, um, but since 1956. Yep. And much of UNE Life services are SAF funded. Can you tell well, students what that means? Yes. And if you don't know what SAF funding means, please find out. Very, very important. Um, I'm not going to equate it to taxes because that's not what it is, sure. but it is important in that you have a say in how that money is spent um, and it does get spent on student services. So I might pay taxes that contribute to roads in Sydney um, and I understand that so as a student paying this it should be something you're aware of um, staff stands for the student services and amenities fee uh, it is paid per unit by all students so it's representative of your study load um, and you can defer it to your help debt as well and uh, I think they should get a lot of information about that in orientation week I believe you, so yeah, yeah. if you yeah. don't please look it up um, you and can please let us know so that we can make sure you do next year yes absolutely absolutely um, UNE Life receives quite a significant sum of SAF funding to run its services, mostly um, all our student experience portfolio. Uh, how that money is actually received, expended and reconciled is all available on our UNE Life website. So if you go to unelife.com.au forward slash SAF, S-S-A-F, you'll find it there. Um, but it's important to note that's just a portion of SAF. The university actually manages the SAF fee itself. Um, but yeah, basically it's a fee that students pay to ensure that you know they're receiving that services and amenities that are important to part of their, their learning journey. Coming to university is about so much more than just the experience you get in the classroom. You want to make sure that when you step off that stage in three, four, 12 years time, however long it is, that you're leaving with a quantifiable experience, so much more than you got in the classroom, but you know everything else, yourself 
being the example here, volunteering and being involved in club, getting real-world demonstrative enterprise skills. That's a really important part of university, and SAF goes towards providing those experiences. And that, for anyone that has heard our tagline before, student-powered radio is partly what that means, given that Tune is SAF-funded. We are powered by students for students. That's where that that's where that comes from. So what is coming up on this year on UNE Life's calendar for students to look forward to? Well, I'm looking at the next uh, four weeks, because that's how my, my outlook goes. Um, probably for us, a very exciting thing I hinted before is the stro, the return yes. of the bistro. So Very much that was going to be my next question. So oh, okay. Fantastic. Well, tick one off while we go. Um, it's been, so some people may know we were the victim of a supercell storm event um, directly over where we are sitting right now. Indeed. It, it went straight over the UNE Life headquarters, uh, the cafe, the bistro and Tune FM. So out of the, and it went some other places on campus as well, but it left a devastating trail of destruction behind. So um, there's been a lot of remediation work since October 2021. I was going to say, because that, that, that supercell hit on my birthday, which is quite hilarious to me. Yes. Um, and we, for, for people that don't know, for new students that are listening in, we were actually operating out of the library for all of 2022 and a great deal, uh, most of 2022 and a great deal of 2023 while work was being done. So this is our first orientation back here since the supercell. So we are very, very excited. And I can testify Ben has an enormous smile on his face. Nothing keeps Tune FM down. No, it really doesn't. Another little piece of trivia, the song that was playing while the supercell swept over Tune FM studio was Guy Sebastian's Like It Like That, which I find rather amusing. <laughs> so so uh, what, uh, beyond the um, Tune FM's impact, what other UNI Life operations were impacted by the mm. supercell and are they still impacted? So the main cafe on campus, Cafe Life, just adjacent to us, uh, that was closed for an extended period. Uh, we were operating out of the Bullamimba collection at that time, which is still activated for events and functions from time to time. Um, but yeah, the bistro was the big one. Um, it, it's, it's a student hub. It's open every day as a place to go, hang out. Um, the bar is not always open as part of that, so it does depend on, on you know certain days. It'll be open on Thursdays and Fridays. Um, but it basically, it's based on traffic. So, But it's a space where students go, lecturers go, staff go, and they all sit around. It's a really inviting space, and it's right adjacent to the cafe. Get a good pub feed. Get a good pub feed. So, again, we'll be opening trading late on Thursdays and Fridays. Hells, yeah. Um, Grab a schnitty. And it's a great event space. You know, we do a lot of really great things. The return of things like Rent Party and Double Denim, these are fundraisers. The college system does an incredible job at fundraising for yeah. um, a lot of charities. And being without that space has really negatively impacted that experience. So we're so excited to get it back. Um, part of the delay is that the wonderful team from Estate and Built Environment have been working with us to make sure that that is fit for 2024, um, and it's a lovely space. So returning students will see a little bit of a change in there. We think it's a change for the better. It's a space they can really be proud of, um, particularly if they're liking to engage it for events and functions. And one thing I can say, I can hint at a little bit, um, this year we are planning to do a great number of events in there. We're looking at possibly doing some trivia nights throughout the year. Um, a lot of our SFK events will be held in the Stro and if all goes to plan, touch wood, um, we will be holding our annual student awards night in the Stroh this year, which would be quite fantastic. And I believe Harmony Day is coming up at the end of March. Yes, and so actually that is that does raise a good point. Obviously, exact dates are a little bit hard to confirm because things can change, and if something does need to be fixed at short notice, it's very, very difficult to um, give out an exact date. But do we have an approximate date for when the Stroh would be reopening? Harmony Day, end of March. Really? Yep. That's awesome. That would a fantastic event to... Yeah, we're really 
really, really excited. Um, you know, without giving too much away, we're hoping because obviously these are tenuous timelines. But um, as I said, everyone's been working like an absolute trojan. We are expecting to get it back this month. Um, the university is expected to get it back this month, and they'll do some defect checks. And yeah, by the middle of March, hopefully, it's back in our hot little hands. And we, uh, besides obviously the strawberry opening, which we are all exceptionally excited for, um, Nick Troon and our events team uh, are two examples of that. Is there anything else major coming up this year, event-wise, that you are aware of that we can look forward to? Um, I know you guys have got a fantastic student experience calendar event planned. So um, it's, I think it's the, the calendar that was put to us a couple of years ago now. So we're rolling out, you know, activating some really big big days. Um, you know, I know 10 years student experience managers doing a lot of work on GatherTown as a way for online students to be able to replicate that experience that you do have here on campus. I think one of the things our online students do miss out on is that spontaneity, you know, being able to, the sense of discovery, walking around campus and, and seeing something and, and being intrigued by it and then that defining their experience at the university. So we're really excited about that online platform, GatherTown, that replicates that experience for online students and that's accessible 24-7. So they can literally take a stroll around um, a virtual campus and, and, and see what they like. That's a really big development for us this year. Um, but yeah, I know there's a number of big, big events on this year in the student experience calendar. I really encourage anyone to get involved in that. Um, the biggest thing about university or the University of New England, but being at university generally, is get involved. If there's not something that's uh, for you, there absolutely can be. We are here to support students achieve you know, what they want to see achieved at their time at university. It's the ethos of our clubs program. So we don't tell clubs what to do. We just make sure that they're sticking to their constitution and, and, and provide a great experience for their members. Um, and we support them in achieving activities. So um, the the biggest message I've got is just get involved in your university experience. What makes UNE different from other universities? I think we're highly personal. I know that's a, that was a bit of a tagline a couple of <laughs> years ago. Um, but, you know, you know the... Uh, the values I was talking about before about you know micro championing you know I, I it it always struggles to amaze me the how um, always struggles to amaze me sorry it always amazes me how uh, this university is just turned on the passion of individual people staff and students um, it's it's a really remarkable thing you know we are a big machine but there are. You know, you, you pick up your phone and you talk to your lecturers, you go and see them, you're friends with them outside. It's a really great community here at the physical Armadale campus because it's a very small town and the university is a huge part of that. Um, so that that's really noticeable when you're here on campus. But also if you're studying online, that ability to connect to other people and have a personal relationship um, with you, you know your lecturers and other staff and having that then, again, define your university experience, it's a really remarkable thing. You're more than, I know it's probably a tagline, you're more than a number, but that's it's absolutely how I feel at the university here. That's awesome. That's fantastic. What other benefits do you think of studying in a regional area like Armadale for our on-campus students? <laughs> I love regional areas. So do I. I just, I, honestly, there's a, there's a sense of a, you know, you walk down the street and, and, and you know the people there. You don't always have to say hello to them because that can be exhausting depending on how small the town is. But it's a really nice feeling, you know, being part of a community. Communities define us. You know, there's a big swift towards the concept of finding your tribe as, as you know as we get broader in society and I think you know if um, I think regional towns play a really important part of that um, it's certainly a bit of more of a relaxed vibe um, getting around is a whole lot easier I talk to colleagues from Sydney who tell me about their hour and a half two hour travel between Western Sydney and Centre Campus oh, and here I am hell. complaining about you know the two minute it takes me to get from my residence here on campus back up the hill so um, no I, th I think it's it's a it's a much more I don't want to say laid back way of working because 
gosh, people here work hard and, oh, it's, yeah. and it's really lovely. Um, but it certainly affords, I think, a little bit more balance um, and it's a little bit just, I don't know, it's, it's the community vibe that you, you feel and it's really, really important. And not to not to brag at all, or not to um, toot the university's horn, but I will say the we I would I would say we have one of the most picturesque campuses around. That's the, the answer you were looking for when you asked me, wasn't it? Well, yes. it was more just that's the first thing that I think of when yeah. someone said, "Why do you why do you enjoy UNA?" I'd say because it's beautiful. Yeah, the Armadale campus in is spring stunning. and autumn when it's mm. it's absolutely gorgeous and incredibly seasonal. I yes. think that's what a lot of people don't perceive about the New England. It, it does get cold. It gets um, I love the cold. Yeah, love the cold. Um, um, but it's also, I mean, I'm looking at your, you have one of the best offices here on campus, I think, and I'm looking at the studio windows here and there's beautiful gardens, green trees, manicured lawns, um, you know, a couple of, of months best. that's all going to turn golden with autumn and it's going to become fall and it's beautiful. One it's a really noticeable um, seasonal change. Um, do you have any advice for new students who are beginning their study journeys this week? Yes, absolutely. I want to reiterate what I said, so I'll come up with some other things as well, but get involved. It is your university experience. This is not, um, you know, whether you're a, a school leaver or you're coming back to university study after years away from study, um, or this is the first time in a formal uh, tertiary education environment, this is your experience. It's not for someone to tell you how you should be learning, how you should be engaging with university experience. It is up to you to shape it, and there are so many people here to support you and make sure that uh, you know what you again what you what you leave with your experiences reflect what you're able to put in. Um, universities are they're a partnership between students and the staff. It's not a it's not a us and them environment. So we work together to make sure that this university of ours is at the absolute top of its field. That people have a really great positive experience and associations with the place. People love the campus. You know so. Whether it comes down to walking in and picking up a piece of rubbish, going out and telling your friends about the amazing experience you had, you know, looking at our clubs program and saying, look, there's no, uh, there's no uh, gaming society. There is. It's fantastic. He was trying I to think of a club. I was trying to think of a club that doesn't exist because Nick's done an amazing job. We at do getting have everything. quite a number of clubs yeah. available. Um, yeah. So get involved and 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 really make this experience part of um, who you are. We are here to do that. That is our entire mission: is to make sure that um, you know you leave this university um, with a a better person um, and that this university is better as a result of that person having been here. You don't just leave with a piece of paper in a frame. You leave with hopefully a whole lot of memories and a crap load of personal growth. Yes, and a huge amount of networks, you know. You know it's, it's, we're involved in quite heavily in graduation, which is one of the most beautiful, I say one, but it's a lot of times throughout the year, a beautiful time of the year. Um, and it always rings in my head the Chancellor's final words about how, you know, once you graduate from a university, you are part of a worldwide network and family. And it's absolutely true. No matter where you are in the world, there will be someone who is a UNE alumni and they will be happy to talk to you and share experiences. And we see it here all the time. People come back up and they want to walk through the college system to you know remember their good old days a lot of people find their um their partners here and and get yes. and get married um you know so we have so many of those people come back so it's it's really lovely to see that and I know there's a lovely story of people of a couple that actually got married at Bulimimba. They had be they had met while studying their PhDs here, which is very very heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. It's a, again, what a beautiful location for a wedding, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, this is our first orientation, fully back in our normal uh, spot for orientation on Graduates Walk, because unfortunately last year we were operating down at the Sport UNE Fields just due to renovation work. So first orientation. Sp- 
proper full orientation since the supercell. Are you excited for this year's orientation? I am so excited. There was um, there was different opinions about whether we should re- continue to hold Lifesaver Day, which is, I believe, on the Thursday. Make sure you're yes. at that. Fantastic day. Come and say hello to our tune stall, especially. Yes, it's it's basically the market day of the university where all the services, also Armadale services are here at the Armadale campus. They come to campus. I think it's like 90, 90 different stall holders that you can see. A lot um, of free goodies as well. I was well. about to say, make sure everyone takes advantage of the free gifts and walks around and gets lollies and pens and books. Um, but no, I'm really excited. As I said, there was a bit of discussion about whether it's held back down at Sport Uni or back up here at the, the uh, main academic campus. It's just, there's a, there's a virality to vibe. Yeah. Um, and so the impact of having so many buzzing, exciting, excited students here, that impacts the staff, which impacts, you know, they walk home with smiles on their face at the end of the day. It really is like a hive mentality. So when you do have all that activity happening here, straight outside windows, and you can look out and you see the number of happy, excited people, it just puts you in a great mindset. So I'm thrilled to have uh, Lifesaver Day and the main orientation back up here at Academic Campus. I am too. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. We have a lot of students that are moving into uh, colleges. Mm. Um, Move-in day was this past Sunday. Um, so um, so we, we have a lot of new freshers that are getting used to living in the residential system. What's one thing that you think it's important for them to know when it comes to living in this new environment? Homesickness is real and it will happen. Um, whether it's a tiny bit of missing people, um, whether it's just you're just overwhelmed living on top of people for the first time ever, but it is completely normal and other people are feeling it. You're not isolated. Just don't think you that you're sitting there and, and what you're experiencing uh, isn't happening to other people. So, you know, part of the beauty of, of, of living in, a, in an environment like college is that, um, you know, again, that, that idea of connectedness and community. So really um, be aware of the people around you support each other. Um, as I said, it's a really exciting time. Uh, but you know, when you close your door at night and you're sitting in your room, you're not actually alone. So yeah, homesickness is, is a big thing. And there's a lot of support services there for those people. Make sure they reach out and avail themselves of that. You do obviously have access to your RLs, um, your resident leaders. Um, so make sure that if you are feeling those emotions, you absolutely chat to them or chat to someone. Because like Ben said, a lot of resources available to you because we know that it hits and it hits people very hard how can students balance study and fun while here at UNE (laughs) um through time (laughs) to be honest (laughs) that's you know I'm gonna I'm gonna put a disclaimer before this this is my experience and my opinion um I suppose evolution you know so uh, it's going to be there's going to be a lot happening so you are here to study that is a very important part but it's also particularly if you're living in a college environment there's going to be other pressures at you uh, we have a, a tagline at sport when you find your balance it's always been our ethos it's very important um, you know between academic social and well-being those if you balance those right if you can do that in the first week congratulations you're an amazing person um, if you can do it after f- the first year I still think that's pretty amazing yeah. so it's going to take some time to find what's right for you um, there's again a lot of support a lot of resources both here at UNE more broadly across you know, you know the, the sector um, just be quite confident in yourself as well a lot of people and again probably more in the college environment feel that pressure to study a full-time load um, whether it's three or four units and I want to say that's a lot that's a lot up front. Um, so there's no, absolutely no pressure at all if you do need to review that a couple of weeks in and go, you know what, four units full time, 
that's a lot for me. I'm going to have to reevaluate that based on you know what I've experienced so far. Just be aware of the census date. And again, there's going to be so much information being thrown at you about the importance of uh, you know withdrawing from units before census date. But just keep an eye on your study load and make sure that it's it's. Uh, you know, as supportive for your well-being as possible. And manageable. And manageable. And as Ben said, whether you uh, originally accept, you were offered a place at the university on a full-time or part-time basis, that you are more than welcome to change that. That is not, you are not tied to that at all. Hmm. So finally, Ben, before we let you go, what is your favourite thing about working at UNI Life? My favourite thing, the people. That's fair. It's the people. I, um, you know, as I, as I said, we are our own little company, um, which means we do have our own ways of doing things, our own values. You know, they're really important to us. They're something we revisit in, you know, in meetings and in our leadership training um, all the time. It's 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 absolutely the people. Everyone who works here comes to work um, because they want to be here, and you know, they want to make a difference, and they live our values, and it just makes it a really really nice place to work. Yeah. That's terrific. Well, thank you, Ben, for coming in and having thank a chat you. with us. I hope that our new students learned a lot from you. And for those students who are coming up on campus to Lifesaver Day, we thoroughly look forward to meeting you. Come and have a chat at both the Tune FM and the UNI Life stalls, and we look forward to saying hello. This is 106.9 Tune FM. Normally, I would let our guest pick a song for us to play out of, but given that Ben is very into musical theatre, I will not be doing that. Ah, oh, fair. Do you have any other song requests, Ben? Oh, what did I just leave... Okay, so I don't think you're going to have this. This is serious. Um, I, on TikTok, I keep getting the, you know, this year in 1997. Um, and the other day, M2M, If You Say You Love Me came on. And I've been listening to the Spotify radio of that song nonstop since. So if you've got M2M, that's my banger growing up. Well, there you go. There we go. We're going to jump into that here on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.